What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Backmarkers F1 show. Very happy to be along with you, recapping the 2020 Belgian Grand Prix. And we're back in our usual studio. I know we've been away for, uh, I mean, what? It's been almost uh, a month, a month, maybe two months now. But we're all back together. Chris, Tyler, and Shaker. Shaker, welcome back. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Feel, feels a little bit awkward being back in here. I'm like, I was literally like, I haven't turned on this computer in a month. I live here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like the uh, the power bar didn't fire up and then uh, some computer issues, yeah, but it's just, you know, we're going to go. Yeah. yeah. Like, electronics do die by just sitting there sometimes. It yeah. happens. It's true. But we're all back. We're yeah. all back and ready to go. So, uh, yeah, good to have you back. Um, all right. So let's talk about the Belgian Grand Prix. Okay, okay, we're done good. talking about the Belgian yeah. Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, wow. What a boring race. Um, and like, it's, it's Belgium too. You know, you're hoping that you're going to get a good race. Fantastic track. Spa always has these magical moments. And, oh, it just it didn't have any. Like, yeah, I think the, 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 the best thing that came out of that whole race was Pierre Gasly's overtake. Um, going up all rouge, I think that was the nicest, nicest thing. Of, yeah, I'm that pretty was about sure it. that was about it. And what was that? Lap two, three, three. Yeah, probably yeah. less than lap ten. So there's, there's thirty, thirty five laps of nothing, <laughs> <or> whatever. <so. laughs> well, even yeah. Max said, I think he said thirty eight out of forty four laps. I was managing tires. Yeah. So pretty. I mean, and if my math is correct, that's about more than half, more than <laughs> half the race. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. Um, well, let, let's talk about Pierre Gasly a little bit. He's in my notes. Um, I think he had an amazing drive. Yeah. Really unfortunate with that safety car because had that safety car not come out, I think he probably would have finished in the top five mm-hmm. um, just with his pace. And how, and they started on the hard tire mm-hmm. where mostly everybody else was either on the medium or the soft. So I think had the safety car not came out at that time, he probably would have finished with the top five. But he was spectacular. Like, I don't know. I guess he was super motivated with the with the race and the location where he was coming back to. Obviously, uh, with the loss of his friend last year, but uh, he was driving so so well. Like that overtake was amazing. Uh, passed a Ferrari, which we'll get well, to later. Which that I would guess have been news like two hard. years ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not that hard nowadays. But uh, I thought he was spectacular. And P eight, even though on paper might not look like it was fantastic, I, I think that it was completely out drove that car. For sure. I mean, in, like right after the race, like great recovery drive because that safety car, like you mentioned, really screwed with their strategy. But no, he was my driver of the day for sure. I think he was the fans' driver of the day. Yeah, yes, he, he was. was yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought it was going to go to Danny Rick. Um, we also, we'll get also, to him. Yeah, fantastic drive for sure. Yeah, great race. Um, but, you know, I was pretty happy with it going to Pierre. That was, you did a good job. Yeah. Another one you could throw to is Lando Norris, too. I think Norris did a really good job yeah. as well. Um, finished seventh, and I thought that uh, it was close, but in the end, I do think that Gasly, Gasly did deserve it, um, and, and he was spectacular. He's been possibly the driver of the year as well. You could make that argument. Um, so a, a great drive from him. Uh, Ferrari. Let's let's just talk about Ferrari. There's there's not much to show. Well, I guess instead of talking about Ferrari, maybe we should let one of the greats show talk about Ferrari. The whole uh, the whole summary. Now this tweet I think came from uh, Jamie. Uh, who's got his uh, own YouTube channel. So check that out and check him out on Twitter. But uh, the Sir Jeremy Clarkson sums up Ferrari's pace brilliantly right here. Console centrale con introduttori aperture sportello rifornimento. We are useless Italians and we haven't built this properly. (laughs) (laughs) What did did he caption it as? I think uh, his caption was perfect too. Yeah, Ferrari's debrief yeah. after locking out the back row. 
which I think he put that out on, uh, I on mean, Saturday. Well done, that, sir. Well yeah. done. Really well done, sir. <laughs> that is one of the better memes I've seen on Twitter. Uh, well done. And uh, you should be getting more than whatever likes and t- retweets you have because that was, that was perfect. That was very well. Yeah. Well put together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's pretty much about it. All you could say, uh, yeah, you know, we got this other meme too of uh, of of the pace of the Ferrari. I can't remember which car this was that Vettel was trying to overtake. Uh, I think it might have been. Was it Kimmy? I thought it was Kimmy. May, I, it I think been it might have been Kimmy. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's it's just hilarious, right? I mean, you see that it's obviously uh, no pace that they have. It's more of a, a cube van type of pace. But I think it was the Ferrari because they were equal in terms of uh, the engine pace that they had. But Look, Vettel even had DRS. I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm and pretty sure he did. Still wasn't able to overtake. He's almost there. He's so, so close. <laughs> you know what? I bet you that cube van was empty. If it was full, it would have. the Ferrari would have got yeah. by it. But, I think, you know, empty cube van. <laughs> it, it had a... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so that was it for, for Ferrari's day. Uh, so an Alfa Romeo passed Oh, Ferrari. and the fact that they almost crashed into each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was just... hilarious. I didn't understand that. I was cheering for them to crash, actually. That would have been just because it would have been hilarious. I mean, would have made that racing points contract that was so sweeter. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really would have summed up their season. And they have Mons up next, which like and Mugello and Mugello. So it's gonna be bad. <laughs> three three Italian races in total, and the Qatar oval circuit, which. Uh, Oh, in uh, in Bahrain, in Bahrain the outer sorry, circuit, not yeah, yeah, Bahrain. Sorry, they're similar flags. Which is essentially like three three straights. Yeah, yeah. On it, so. exactly <laughs> what it is with with an S in between. Yeah, it's definitely going to be Ferraris. Yeah. So you <laughs> had in the end an Alfa Romeo pass them. You had an Alfa Tauri pass them, and almost a Haas. I was cheering so hard for Grosjean. And Nicholas Latifi finished, I believe, two point five seconds behind the Ferraris. Yeah, like, like less than five oh seconds. Yeah, yeah. So. And George Russell, had he stayed in the race, probably would have passed him too. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, he was, he did. Just crashed past him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sorry. That's, no, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm just still uh, dumbfounded by, by Ferrari. I don't, I don't really have much to say, to be, to be honest no. with you. It's, it's a running joke for this year, and I'm sure that it'll continue. Uh, Carlos Sainz must be kicking himself. Oh. Did you see his reaction? They like showed a Ferrari replay, and he's just like, <laughs> on the replay it was hilarious but i don't think he can unsign the contract now i think he's, he's well danny rick's in his seat anyways so yeah true yeah, he doesn't have a spot or he can't really choose a spot for next year anymore no. <laughs> probably would rather sit out i'm just kidding <laughs> just... but yeah uh we'll see what happens i don't think for uh, italy will be any better for them the, no. the, probably mons is even a worse track than this because there's they, they seem to have it's both it's like the the aero side is horrible but it's also i mean the engine and you know we've talked about many episodes before um, but it's just, it was staggering to see an Alfa Romeo passing the works Ferrari. <laughs> I was like, what is this, 1950? <laughs> like, well, it was it. I think, um, Crofty was saying about, oh, it's like back the old days in the 50s when the Ferraris and the Alphas were battling each other, except for instead of first and second, it's 12th and 13th this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys, Man. Uh, there's a one and a two in there. Yeah. Did you guys notice that uh, Crofty and Brundle were super bored and disinterested? Oh, yeah. Well, so was everyone else watching the race. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is the tough thing about being a commentator, right? It's like, even when you're bored, it's hard to hide it. Yeah. And I mean, they don't want to fake any energy or anything like that. But I think even Brundle at one race was like, come on, Valtteri, give us a race. <laughs> it's just like well, flat yeah, out it, said it. Yeah, exactly. And going to 
Valtteri. Um, I loved how he oh. said that they were like, yeah, no battling between teammates. He's like, I never heard of that. It's like, perfect. <laughs> like, get some grid in you. Like, give us a race. Go yeah. up there and try and beat Hamilton. Like, also great. apparently did ask me anything on uh, Reddit today, which I missed out on. Oh, did he? Yeah. Kind of want to check up on that. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check up on that later. He did, though, uh, equal Mika Hakkinen's 51 Formula One podium. So. Oh, yeah? Nice. I mean, That's crazy. His 51 Formula One podiums? Well, and that's what's funny is, like, I mean, you know, Valtteri has been disappointing this year. But at the end of the day, when you look at his career, he probably got thrown into a car. Or he probably got thrown in a situation in which he never would have been in before. Yeah. yeah. In terms of, like, winning multiple races, podiums and stuff. So at the end of the day, like, it's still going to be a great career for him. I just don't think that he... He's he shown now he doesn't really have what it takes to beat hamilton yeah yeah one-on-one like this so because like I, in the first corner i was honestly hoping for him to get his elbows out like something yeah like even if you run into each other it's like mm-hmm. you got to do something to to upset hamilton well guess something like do a ross you know give us a little <laughs> ross yeah. yeah fire a little bit you. of grit yeah because that grit is the perfect word i just don't think that he has it yeah i mean he won the first race of the year and and now max is second in the championship like well this is his first second place since the first race of the year. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, <laughs> first top two, obviously. Come on, He's Pat. been third ever since, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed in him, but, uh, I mean, what can you say? It's, you, like you said, he's got he's to gotta do some Rosberg stuff, but it's it's pretty much too late now. Yeah. it's He should have been doing that second race, third race, fourth race of the year, but small mistakes, and then he just, ah, too much of a team player for me. And was a Hamilton has gotten points in the last 50-something races? Probably like 500, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, that doesn't help either. Yeah. I mean, when you have someone so consistent as Hamilton. At least Hamilton even post-race admitted, like, yeah, I mean, if I was watching that race, I probably would have fell asleep, too. Yeah. So at least he understands. But it's it's getting... 2022 can't come soon enough. That's all I'm going to say on, on that. Ah. <sighs> We have to do another season of this. Yeah, oh. sorry, sorry, guys. I mean, we, we you know, we, we uh, I think we pride ourselves on being honest, and and we can't just come on here and say that was a fantastic race. No, it, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it, it was not. It was tough. Like it, it was. Uh, I didn't even do you know a, a five thoughts uh, video or, or article. Oh, afterwards. you couldn't figure out five. I, that's what that was literally mine. I'm like, I don't think I can get five thoughts <laughs> from this race. I somehow managed to squeeze it out for Spain. I that think was one difficult. thought is that spa can actually be boring sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thought. Who would have thought? Formula yeah. One manages to do that. <laughs> well, I was messaging to you guys. I'm like, it took Joe Venazzi's wheel flying off and almost killing George Russell to liven up that race. Yeah, that's where we are now. We're, yeah, like that. That's that shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't want crashes to spice and races up. No, it's especially when you know there's a wheel flying in someone's head. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that's not good. Again, thank God for the halo. Yeah. Yep. You look yeah. at it now. It's that would have. I know it didn't hit the halo, hit the tire, but in that sense, if it did come up, yeah, we know the enough. halo would have would have protected mm-hmm. Russell's head. So that's mm-hmm. good thing there. But yeah, poor Russell, nowhere to go. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, he did the I best would, he could. I mean, like he expected it to him to be on the right, him, him to be on the right, went to the left. You can't expect a flying tire yeah. to come out of it. No, <laughs> exactly. <way. laughs> uh, no, you should, man. They should. These, these are the highest level drivers. They need to expect flying debris. Yeah. Felipe Massa should have expected. Oh no! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no. I'm, I'm glad I didn't show any pictures of like Russell you know, afterwards because I was really worried with his white tracksuit that there might be a brown stain there. Like, you know, because I know <laughs> they, I, well, they showed the front of him. Yeah, but not they, the back. Not the back. Okay, because I know back. I would have shit myself yeah. if I saw that. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that's thought of that before because I've always thought of that too. Like, thank God that Mercedes is wearing black suits now because 
you know, it's easy to hide. In case, you need to, in case you need to go to the washroom during the race. Like pee or shit? Both? Which, whichever one. Oh, that would be awful. Prove yourself in a race. I mean, spa's a long lap. Well, they got oh. they got something built into the car, built into the suits for peeing, or don't they? For peeing, nope. I think. Yeah, I think they do. I don't I think, think so. they do. Hmm. We have to ask next time we get a driver yeah, on. It's, how do you pee? <laughs> we have to ask that next time we get a driver. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send Williams an email right now. Forward subject: How do you shit in the car? <laughs> It's like, I, when you get out of the car, are you used to just peeing like that on a regular basis? <laughs> 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 it must take a lot to to get there. But I will tell you this. From my karting experience over the weekend, I could have used a drinks bottle because I was so thirsty by the end of that race. Oh, I was I dying. I was dying. So I could. I well, see why they need a drinks bottle. Lando Norris uh, was saying on his stream that he doesn't have a drinks bottle in his car. He's just like, he's like I never find a moment in the race where I'm like, hey, I need a drink. Like he's just like he's just not in his thinking. Wow, really? Yeah. So he's the I think he's the only driver in the grid without a drinks bottle. Well, I mean, Kimmy didn't have a drinks bottle. It was over on his right foot. <laughs> um, so there's that. I thought he peed himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of water under my right foot. <laughs> well, Kimmy. <laughs> that's the type of race it was, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Clutching at straws. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was another funny radio message from Kimmy. Um, where he was, I think it might have been after the safety car or before the safety car when he was asking when he wanted to come in. And they're like, uh, oh, like fit the hard tire. And he's like, no, put the mediums oh, on. Yeah. And they're like hard. And he, they're like, oh, it's too late. He's like, it's never too late. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I do like Kimmy. He had a good race. He, he impressed me a lot. So it's a, it was nice to see Kimmy uh, racing at the front somewhat uh, again after kind of a couple last, mm. uh, hard couple of last races. But um uh, anyways, getting back to uh, where we were on the last topic before we kind of went off the rails there. Uh, Russell's Russell accident. Yeah, what was? Yeah, yeah. So just talking about the accident. Uh, Russell got into Q two again, so uh, mm-hmm. another good performance by him. Nicholas Latifi actually I had. He was going to. You thought Latifi was going to get? Q2? I thought he was going to get into Q two as well. Yeah, um, I mean qualifying, you know, it's still an area to work for, but he's incredible on lap one. He had another really strong uh, lap one. Uh, overtook a couple cars. And then the pace of the car just isn't quite there yet. Um, so another good lap one from him. Uh, I want to talk oh, about... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, since we're on Williams, new owners? Yes. Ed Williams? Doritos or whatever they're called. <laughs> the the <laughs> chip company? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it was, but it's like Dorillion or Dor- oh. Dorillon or whatever. I know all they said is that they're not changing the name of the team and the identity of the team, which yeah. is good. Yeah. yeah. Thank God they're good not doing that. Good to stick with it, for sure. Yeah, they had to. So um, I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah, at least they're going to stay in. I mean, it, it marks the end of an era for an independent privateer in, in F1, which mm-hmm. is remarkably crazy considering... It lasted this long. Yeah, if, I think it's still on Netflix. You can watch uh, the Williams documentary mm-hmm. and you just kind of see like where they started. from. They literally were in a garage in the yeah. UK. And you know, a couple years after that, they're winning races, world championships. So, um, But nowadays, it, it's tough to to maintain that. And uh, had they kept down, had they kept going on this road, probably... They would have uh, eventually not been in the sport. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, the new owners will uh, will not mess it up. Um, one, you know, a couple points that people made is that when you have, a, especially an American investment firm like this, they really are they're only going to care about profit and at least breaking even. So, will they be able to make some right moves in terms of the team's future? I'm not sure, um, but uh, maybe Nicholas Latifi's dad can step in and help <laughs> a little bit uh, if a case it gets a little bit dodgy there. But I just hope that they're not. It's tough when it's not a racing company; they're not really going to be in mind for necessarily what's best for the racing side of things. It's just going to be—it's a business, right? Right. Yeah. 
So uh, I just hope that uh, there are brighter days ahead for Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, yeah, before uh, before you mention that, I just want to talk uh, talk Renault, talk Renault and Daniel oh. Ricardo. Good couple of races for uh, for Danny Rick. But uh, you know what I was surprised actually is that uh, they scored twenty three points in this race, which is their most points haul ever. Oh really? wow! Yeah. Really? Yeah, like well, one guess, single race. Yeah, because points when Alonso was winning races were were different. Yeah, but still, I mean, I, I, that still surprised me. Uh, but because Danny Rick got the fastest lap, they uh, they got the most ever. So, jeez, good for them! Wow, good. Cyril's getting closer to that tattoo. If, uh, if Ricardo puts one more place up, gets third place. Do you guys know about that? No, I don't know about this. Apparently, uh, Cyril's gonna have to get a tattoo if Ricardo gets a podium this year. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Eh? Of what? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't want to know. I think. Oh yes, I do hear about Daniel Ricardo gets to choose what it is, but choose what it is. But Cyril gets to choose a placement and size. Oh okay. Yeah, so he can literally choose. He's allowed to choose whatever he wants. That is wild. It'll be a honey badger. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> it's just getting close. It could happen in uh, in Monza. Or a shoe. Just a picture of a shoe. A shoe, yeah. Or, or stamp. Stamp. With Watch him make with get, the tongue. <laughs> he's gonna make him get like uh, Christian Horner's face or something. Oh. <laughs> that would be good. That'd be good. <laughs> Red Bull Racing. Ch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Uh, yeah. uh, no, well, I mean he's gonna be gone. He might as well. well yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, fantastic race by by Ricardo and Ocon as well. Yeah, who had a really strong race, uh, fourth and fifth for them. Yeah. So, I mean, we thought that you know Renault they had a you know a tough season last year. Um, you know, the beginning of this year wasn't great for them either, but they're really starting to hit their stride, and it's like okay, well maybe this vision for Renault is is up there. I mean, you hope so. I, they've been a team that's been disappointing the last couple of years, but uh, I'm just going to quickly take a glance at where they are in the constructor standings. You guys don't think that Renault's cheating now that they pulled back their, their appeal against Racing Point? <laughs> Doing the same thing? I don't, there's a lot going on, though. Um, yeah, that it's was the latest conspiracy user. theorist. I just yeah. think Renault's cheating now. They had, Why did they pull it back like four weeks after they put yeah. it in? It's a little late to pull back, guys. And all of a sudden, they get a P4 and P5? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Just doesn't make any sense. I'm on to you, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so Renault are currently six in the constructor standings. They are on 59 points. McLaren third at 68. So I mean, they're they're still uh, within a shot at third place, obviously. Yeah, uh, for very sure. close. Uh, you know, Racing Point made back their points haul pretty much from their penalty in Spain. But uh, yeah, I still think that Renault, excuse me, on on the look side of things, are. Uh, they seem to have found something in the car in terms of their low, their low downforce package is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember last year in Italy, they also had fourth and fifth, I think, or at least Ricardo had fourth. Uh, I think Hulkenberg also finished in fifth. So Monza is going to be a good track for them. Otherwise, in the high downforce, they struggle a little bit. But I guess for Ricardo, it doesn't really matter. You're no. on at the end of this year, right? So yeah. Yeah. you just want a podium because you haven't been on one in almost three years. Yeah, no, he'll he'll want one for sure. And, well, you never know, Monza, I mean... Um, depends how the Red Bulls do with their straight line speed. I'm not too sure there. Um, Mercedes, you know, hopefully they just crash into each other or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Anything can happen. That's right. One can hope. <laughs> this race, Monza- but safely. Yes. No yes. drivers get hurt. Yes. No. Nothing yes. happens. Exactly. Just like a like a Spain kind of like just, you know, oh, just no. a little love tap, a little you know, tap. just yeah. a little tap, you know, and then uh, they just go wing. into the sand and the race is over. Yeah. Or a critical engine failure. Is that something? Or just ask? they don't even start. Yeah. That's yeah. that's just the dream. Yeah. <laughs> why, why does it got to be all the all the midfield drivers yeah. always, right? Yeah. 
Gotta happen to Mercedes at some point, you know? We so. want equality. We want <laughs> equal engines to fail. Racing point, yeah. Racing point to happen to them. McLaren to happen to them. Fernando Alonso like equal engines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. He still wants that. He still wants equal engines. Yeah. Went to the wrong place. Hey, he's going. He's coming back next year. Don't, wanna, don't forget. Yeah. And if this True. Renault, oh, I hope they're bad. If this Renault <laughs> is good, like they have, like like this year, maybe this is their way to seduce like uh, uh, to Alonso to stay for longer. They did really well this year, and then they shit the bed next year. Twenty twenty, but he's yeah. locked in, so you know. <laughs> but but imagine if twenty twenty two they they pull a Mercedes and build the best car. Yeah, I mean, people can dream. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> so could Haas. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, they might have to switch Ferrari engines, though. They might need to go somewhere else. Uh, yeah, they might. You're right. Yeah, because that's not going to help them at all this season or next season. Let's see what the Dutch fans have to say. That French uh, fuck. <laughs> Good timing. Dangerous. Did you speak already to him? No. Don't want to upset him. Uh, no, I mean, he did a how, good how job. Is your he was, French? He was ahead of me. So. <laughs> the Dutch fans are still mad. Just, just replay, replay that beginning part, though. Go back. Go back to the beginning. That French uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's funny. That is crazy. I don't think I've ever heard a reporter ever in my life say that. Um, and I and I work in the industry. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't think I've ever heard someone swear during a press conference, especially referring to like another like in, like a player or driver yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so the background. <laughs> I don't know what the. I guess Norris and Ocon had some sort of uh, coming together on the track, which I didn't see. But the background to that is so that was Ziggo Sport, which is uh, a. Netherlands network can't say Holland anymore. <laughs> I mean, 50, 50, 50, 50 people, 50, 50, yeah, agree, 50, disagree. That's so, right. you know, I'm just gonna say Dutch. The Dutch TV <laughs> station, uh, they're very famous and they're actually they're really they're funny. I don't know the, the two gentlemen's names. There's that guy, and I think there's an older gentleman who's been there for decades, decades, but they're really funny, they're hilarious. But apparently, you can swear on Dutch TV, so that that's that's their thing over there. So, the Dutch fans, let us know. Uh, about Ziggo Sport, but anyways, <laughs> he was uh, talking about Ocon, and and that was the the French guy that he was talking about. Anyways, people online on Twitter they were upset. They were saying that it was unprofessional and everything. I'm just gonna say I think he said it in a in a lighthearted way, in a in a kind of joking way. I I thought it was funny. Orlando thought it was funny. Oh, he thought Orlando did laugh. I'm gonna see if he's gonna talk about it on one of his upcoming streams, but I don't know. I I thought it, I was just hilarious. I laughed out loud. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty funny, um, but it's just very unexpected. You're not expecting very. a reporter to say that. Yeah. yeah. Is um, it? Yeah. Does it still have to do with Brazil from 2018? Is this what it's still related well, maybe. to? Like, yeah, that didn't even occur to me until I started reading the comments, but so, it probably does. Maybe. But good for them. It shows how much they support their guy. So <laughs> Dutch fans makes you feel better. I'm still mad. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me too. Hey, Dutch fans, just to let you know. It's still Verstappen's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a Heineken fan too. Yeah, big Heineken fan. Yeah, well, let us know, uh, and uh, maybe uh, we should we should get those guys on the podcast. If they see, see, what, see what they have guys? to say. Yeah. yeah, they seem like a really funny uh, and fun group of guys. Yeah, so, it would uh, be fun. But it's it's hilarious, man. I, I see some of the clips. I don't understand most of the shows, obviously, but uh, they have some really like fun and unique segments. So, anyways, that was the background. But uh, let us know what you think. Was it? I mean, people are saying unprofessional. It is in a way, but. I think their style is just very laid back, very uh, 
very yeah. fun, comical. So I, I it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I could just start swearing, and it would sound very aggressive. But I'm joking <laughs> <What>? around. <laughs> they would, uh, let's just say they couldn't get away without on Sky Sports. No. Yeah. No. Not no. At all. Maybe yeah. Sky Sports after dark. <laughs> after dark. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing, but uh, if it is, maybe Brundle should host that. I feel, like, I feel like his honest opinions would be... Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. It would be good. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, let's restart the sport. Start from ground up. I still don't know why we're not doing like an IndyCar kind of thing where you have chassis. It's it's almost chassis turning into that, stuff, though. But... Yeah, with the whole racing point thing, right? It was well, of... that's exactly the point. People are all mad about it. It's like, well, this happens everywhere around the world. We have the same chassis for everyone. Like, Yeah. Oh, but it wouldn't be F1's identity. Yeah, well, this ain't much better. I'll be <laughs> no, honest. <it's> not. <laughs> like, I was watching the F or the F1, the uh, IndyCar race, and um, even though this this weekend wasn't that great uh, at Gateway or Worldwide Technology, they call it mm-hmm. now. Uh, but if we're watching the Indy 500 just before that, uh, the week before that, fantastic race. Takuma Sato came out with his second um, uh, Indy 500 win and. Uh, for a fun stat here, Takuma Sato has won every single Indy 500 that Fernando Alonso has competed in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh um, so that's yeah, that is in, very interesting. Um, Big but Sato fan. It was a great, yeah, great race. Uh, so are you too bad me he's not going to win next year. <laughs> no, no, he no, won't. <laughs> no, can confirm. Um, but uh, the only thing I was missing was it it ending under caution. That sucked. Yeah, that's uh, true. I wish it ended. Got to pull the NASCAR thing because NASCAR does overtime or whatever. Yeah. You do two laps to, to end it. Well, uh, Scott Dixon didn't think he'd have enough fuel. Uh, Sato that... Uh, Scott Dixon thought that Sato wouldn't have enough fuel to make it yeah. to the end if they were under green. So, yeah. who knows? But, uh, yeah, no, brilliant race. Um, some some big crashes in the end, especially the one that brought out the yellow. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's... Uh, and, again, this is not a Mercedes thing. Uh, let, let's be clear with that. Plug and play any team. If it was Ferrari dominating, no, we've never seen domination like this before. Um, so it's not a Mercedes thing. They're not to blame. I mean, what are you? What are you going to do? Well, like, yeah. Hey guys, let's stop. Can, let's stop winning. Yeah. Can you stop being good? Like no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not. Yeah. Exactly. It's not Mercedes' fault. We'd obviously just get mad at them because they're so good. Yeah. Um, but it's not their fault at all. It's definitely more of a, a culture F one thing that needs to get figured out. Yeah. Um, because we would like to see you know more than two drivers trying to win a race. Absolutely. Uh, I mean. I know, again, completely different sport, um, different cars than NASCAR, but they do have their own chat, like set chassis kind of thing, and um, you can tweak your chassis from there and mm-hmm. setups and stuff, which is, which is fine. But there was uh, 12 or 13, 12? 12 or 13 different winners this year. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of different winners. Uh, IndyCar, I'm not sure how many there's different winners there's been this year. Um, I know there's been a, you know a, a few, a handful, yeah. more than two. I can tell you that much, <laughs> or three in in F1. Uh, but it, it's not a bad idea to start kind of leaning toward maybe, you know, Delaria making it or Delara. So what Delara? Delara. Yeah. Delara. Because um, they make all the F2 stuff. They make Haas's as well. Um, F3. Or, they or at least F3. I know they they have all their yeah. set chassis, right? So I don't know, do it for F1. Yeah, it's just an idea. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably get crapped on the comments for it, but oh well. yeah, no, I mean uh, we've talked about it before, and people have, you know, they've they've disagreed, which is fine, and and for us it's different, right? Being over I, North America, yeah, being being in the Americas, I mean, we watch IndyCar more often, and I grew up watching Champ Car, mm. uh, which was a thrilling series. So, you know, it, it's F one in much ways has been like this, but I just think that this era has been different in a sense of like even when Ferrari was dominating they put things in place and their domination stopped like 05, 06 and then, yeah. and then we had a couple of different teams win but this we've never seen before and we've never had a team like Mercedes before they've been the most successful um, and again if you put these drivers in equal machinery 
I still think you'd still you'll see the same drivers winning, like Hamilton. Max would be up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would still be the best drivers, but it'd be more exciting. And uh, it's just a shame. You know, a guy like Verstappen, we were talking about it maybe off the top of the show or off air. He's managing tires for 38 out of 44 laps. Like, we want to see Max up in there. Yeah. You know, everybody knows we're big Max fans, and obviously we got uh, a lot of Dutch fans following us. But we want Verstappen in there. We want Leclerc in there as well. And these young guys, like Norris is incredible. Carlos Sainz. Imagine all those guys being able to to fight for wins. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. old school versus the new school. But we're not going to see that now. We see Hamilton passing Norris as a backmarker. So yeah, 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 that's true. It's not what we want. Um, and unfortunately we're going to have to be like this most likely for the rest of this year and, and next year as well. Yeah. And who knows what 2022 will bring. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. It's going to be a a positive change in the direction, but, uh, yeah, 50 over under on Mercedes winning eight championships. What do you think that is? Oh, easy. Yeah. (laughs) Easy. What are they? Seven this year? If they win this year, seven, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. I take that. Yeah, I think so. If I were to bet $100, I bet you get $110 back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they'll get 2022 as well. Oh, you're even predicting like nine. Yeah, I'm predicting oh, nine. That would be crazy. That would be wild. Because I think they just have everything down for their first year and then people can catch up afterwards. Well, they probably don't even have to do anything next year to improve no. their car. They can just work on well, the that's 2022. What I mean. Next year to this year and next year is already locked down for Mercedes. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah. And I think they get first year. Jeez. Well, it'll be At least. Yeah, I mean, if you had to put money on it, I would. I will put like thousands of dollars down on it right now, and I bet I will be a millionaire by twenty twenty. Yeah, I hope so too. That'd be nice. Be great for the podcast. (laughs) Fuck the podcast, everything else. But yes, that too. Um, but yeah, because when you look at it, right, Ferrari, right? I mean, they're a disaster. Uh, they've even said themselves it's going to take years to to be competitive again. So they're out of the question. Red Bull, yes, they're they're the next closest competitor, but they've shit the bed these last seven years. So what's to say that they're not going to do it for 2022 as well? Um, okay, we got budget caps coming in. Maybe Renault can step up. Maybe McLaren can step up. But yeah, let's go for nine, nine, ten in a row. Until Hamilton leaves. Well, yeah. That'll be when everything gets stirred up. Yeah. Or, or unless, like, Mercedes, the... but Will it, get... though? You don't think Max is just, like, our number one, another number one driver is just going... Well, they at least it's someone else winning. Yeah. So yeah. It's still Mercedes. <laughs> I still think if that would be the most exciting. You put Max and Lewis in the same car. Yeah. I know. That'd be good. That, that would be me. Like, I don't care if Mercedes wins for the next 20 years. I just want to see that battle. <laughs> because imagine if they retire. Like, if, if Lewis says he's done next year. Or are, 2022. Are F1 drivers allowed to race each other in the offseason? Oh, here, here's a fun series that uh, used to exist, and there's one that's going to start existing. So it used to be called uh, iRock, okay. the iRock series. And there was 12 cars. They were all made by the actual racing organization. There were no teams. You leased a car for the season. Mm-hmm. And you got your sponsors, your team, and that was your car. That was it. Was your car for the season, um, and you just—it was a plop and put it on the track. So they're all equal cars. Was it just like a road car, or was it like a legit it was, race? It was car? its own. It was its own car. It was its okay. own iRock car. If you look it up, you can see what it looked like. It was an interesting series. Um, there's going to be something like this coming up. Tony Stewart, a NASCAR driver, is doing it. Uh, so I'm not sure who he's partnering with, but they're going to be doing a newer version of this. 12, 12 drivers, whatever. Okay. Um, 
that's the closest you're going to get to equal. It's literally like you can take the bodies off each other. And you're like, if someone's complaining, hey, my car is bad, you can take the bodies and switch them. Yeah. You know? Um, but that's not an IROC. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're trying to buy stuff. IROC, just go IROC Racing Series. That's what look at the okay, 20. Yeah, that's so what it looked like. It's kind of like a stock car hybrid. It's a, yeah, thing. it's a little mix. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun little. It was a great series. Everyone loved it. It yeah. was around for like 15 years, and then uh, it just this ran out of sponsorship. Not just Yeah, well, I mean, they could do it like they started when they were kids, just putting them in carts. <laughs> you have equal yeah. carts, and and see who's the fastest. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it was a little interesting. Where you know, all equal cars, and it was just drivers versus drivers. And they took them from, you know, there was NASCAR, there was yeah. IndyCar, there was rally drivers, just from all different sectors. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good series. But not here anymore. There's yeah. going to be something like that coming next year. Don't remember exactly what it's called. But, uh, I don't know, just another another idea. Yeah, I like Maybe that. get them into those cars and let them fly around a track. Yeah, we'll see who's the best, right? I mean, you've even said in the caption of that photo, a test of talent. That's probably yeah. uh, the best way to say it. Um, International Race of Champions. That's okay. what it was called. International Race. Okay. What IROC stands for. I will find. Give me a second, and I'll find what the new one's called. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. That's for sure. I mean, obviously, I I thought it, one interesting thing they probably could have done this year is like, let's say in Abu Dhabi, at the end they just take all the cars, but like create like black liveries, and then just like shuffle oh, the drivers. Yeah. Drivers yeah. pick a number out of the hat and just drive yeah. a random car. Yeah. Um, it's going to be called the Superstar Racing Experience, the SRX, a new series that will feature six races via a short track circuit on Saturday night starting in 2021. The series creators include racing icons Tony Stewart. Um, there's a bunch of different other ones as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so he has, already has TV lined up for for this for as him. well for Saturday night. Um, I can find out who the drivers are competing. Just give me a second. Yeah, so they are just regular cars. It's just Pontiac Trans Ams. Yeah. Chevy Camaros. Well, it's like they have, um, I think uh, they have it at the Mosport Park. It's uh, the Micro Cup, and they race yeah. uh, Nissan Micros. And I believe that even like oh. citizens can enter as well, as long as they have a, a car. Tony Kanon. Oh, uh, yeah. IndyCar. Just driver. retired. Just retired. Paul Tracy. Retired. Canadian oh. IndyCar legend will be racing. Bobby Labonte, a NASCAR legend as well, and yeah. Elio Castroneves will be driving. So there's, there's five of the 12 drivers that they've announced. So Elio's far. like 68 years old. Yeah. So CBS Sports will air 2021 six-race season in two-hour primetime Saturday night television. Oh, so they've got the network. TV lined up. Yeah, big network too. Um, it's something, I don't know, it's just another interesting idea, right? Yeah, that, if you're a racing fan, you're going to love that. Yeah, and it's drivers from all across different areas, like... IndyCar, well, it's just IndyCar and NASCAR yeah. right now, but you know, what if uh, Kimi Reckoning goes over there? <laughs> Why not? It's probably like something up his alley. Yeah. But I, too bet much... I bet he'd enjoy that a lot more. Probably a little more relaxed than, uh, yeah. than F1. Yeah, for sure. I chased Paul Tracy for an autograph for years in Toronto. Oh, did you? Yeah. For, well, he was kind of a douche, to, to be honest, like well, back yeah. in that yeah. day. Fair. I don't know if he is now, but um, finally got it, though. I think it was like one of his last races before he retired. Nice. Remember the uh, the players in deck, the blue yeah, and white livery? Blue and white livery. Oh, I love that car. Great car. I don't know why he was my favorite. Uh, Canadian. Like, yeah, but like Alex Tagliani was there as well, and he was way nicer, like really great, really friendly. Yeah, he had um, the but, edge, though. Like Paul Tracy always had that, like, like he, he had the created stardom. Like, yeah. The spotlight always followed him. You're just like, it was just Paul Tracy. Yeah. So 
was he the one that got in the fight with uh, Tagliani yeah, at that yeah. one race? Yeah. Like they literally were they tackling fighting. each other. It was great. <laughs> these these were the glory days of racing, folks, in the Americas. It still happens in NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, anyway, we we what ranted. Are, we've gone we've gone way off way off track. But you know, I kind of like these a little more than actually just the. Uh, I, I, we were talking about so, doing stuff not F one related, so that was way more interesting than the race. It, it was. was way more interesting than the race. <laughs> I think you're right. But yeah, I think uh, we were when we were talking about the soccer jersey thing, uh, which well, we're all. I'm not wearing yeah. a jersey, but I, I forgot. Bayern Munich uh, won the Champions League. This yep. is um, not my team. I just want to. Oh, Bayern's on my team. Very clear. We should have switched. Shaker. <laughs> you were already wearing the United, so I just didn't want to wear both the United because then we would just be reminded of the '99 uh, championships where uh, United kicks Bayern's ass. Well, you know, what? I, I don't even care. <laughs> the only thing I care about is a Canadian. Alfonso Davies I know, that's, won the Champions League. It's the first so Canadian cool. to win the Champions League. It's big for everyone here in Canada, and that's the reason I'm wearing the Bayern jersey right now. How old yep. is he? Uh, 19. 19. And yeah, I'm getting wow. myself a, a Alfonso Davies jersey. Yeah. It's definitely happening. Yep, yep. My, Got to support. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty Canadians. incredible. And uh, what was he? He's in the MLS only, what, less than two years ago? Two years ago, ago yeah. yeah. I saw his first ever professional game, actually. I was on the broadcast. Well, not broadcast. I was working it um, in Ottawa. His first ever professional game. Was that in 2017 when they came over? Yeah. Oh, I was at that game, too. We were at that game. Yeah. Yeah. So he was... No shit. Yeah, Yeah. with you guys. That's crazy. Yeah, we were were definitely doing the broadcast. We we went together? Uh, I don't know if we were working the broadcast, but I was working for Fury. I don't remember. Was that that the one where uh, Johnny Steele scored? Johnny Steele. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, these names mean nothing to these people. <laughs> Bro, Johnny Steele is an American football legend. Okay. Yeah, he is. Uh, North Irish legend. North Irish. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, his first ever game was a professional game was in Ottawa. That's so crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. That's our, that's our cool. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Wow, I remember him I coming on that. and we were like, they were, they were talking before the game, like, oh yeah, there's this young kid, Alfonso Davies. And he comes on like midway through the game as a sub. And like he's like on the ball and just play, and you're like, holy, this kid's good. He's like beating guys that are 25, 26 that are decent players. And you just run around him. You're like, oh, this guy yeah, is going to be something. Oh, I never knew that. That's yeah. cool. Oh, huh. interesting to know. Yeah, those were the fun days. Those were glory days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a soccer team again though, so that is bad. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well. I guess that's I it. Guess, yeah, we're <laughs> that's a weird way to end it, but we'll. It was fun though. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll we'll do maybe. Um, I, there's a lot of triple headers there that are going on this season, but maybe in an off week we'll just come on here and we'll talk a little bit of racing, talk some other sports as well. I mean, um, we, we we're really interested in other sports as well too. So mm-hmm. just kind of a an F1 podcast, not about F1. Every now and again would be maybe something fun. Yeah, answer some fan questions too. Anything else would, would probably be good as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, it, it's hard just to uh, we can't lie and say you know this was uh, the most fun race ever. But uh, you know, we we try and make dis- discuss some things about it. But I think we were some interesting topics talked about, like you mentioned with uh, the similarities with IndyCar. I know a lot of people don't want to go down that way, but then again, it's uh, it's an interesting debate topic. So I'm sure we'll have yeah. some comments about that. And you know, what? you can't move forward without conversation and you know, thinking about different ideas. So it might not be the right idea, but. It's worth it's an shot. idea. So yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. Okay, well, that will do it for uh, for this episode. Really great to uh, to be back, be back in the uh, studio, be back with you guys as well uh, in person. Um, so yeah, we got Monza coming up this weekend, and then uh, Mugello, which will be the following mm-hmm. weekend. Very exciting, at the very least. We're going to a track we've never ever been to before. 
Uh, oh, I would ask. That's going to be an interesting race. It will yeah. Be. Yeah. If you guys are not familiar with that track, I did a circuit guide for that, I think, uh, a couple weeks ago now. So that's uh, up uh, on our channel. So you can check that out, get to know a little bit more about that circuit. Uh, I think they are actually anticipating some fans at that circuit as well. Nice. And, uh, oh, actually on that, uh, Turkey, since uh, oh, that's so been hot. back on the calendar as well, which is great news for us because uh, that's a brilliant track. But apparently they're selling general admission tickets for three euros. Nice. Which I don't know what that, let's see what that Is it limited? To. Three euros comes out to about like five, six bucks. It's like five, yeah. six bucks Canadian. Yeah. Three Canadian, euros. yeah. American is probably like four and a half. Two CAD. $4.67. Dollars. Oh. Yeah. That's um, ridiculous. That is really good. Bahrain's doing an oval circuit. Yep. Or as close as that. Oval. Yeah. As close as F1 will get to oval. That's I still right. think they should do an oval circuit. Yes, I think so as well. Bring them to, bring them to Indianapolis. That'd be fun. Yeah, on the old circuit, but like uh, the infield circuit, just use the old. Uh... No, no. Let them do the oval. Oh, you have full oval? Okay. No, let them do the oval. <laughs> or Daytona. Uh, you can't bring any cars at Daytona. Okay. It's too fast. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, there was another thing I was going to mention, but I just slipped my mind. Something that was just. Oh, uh, one interesting thing to uh, pay attention for Monza as well this weekend. First race, we'll see the quality mode ban. So oh, yeah. we'll see if that will do anything to uh, bring the competition closer. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> asked it, asked it, answered. Uh, I still I still think uh, Mercedes are going to be miles ahead there yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. So, But wow. interesting to see how Maybe it it'll strain their engines more. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm pretty sure they figured it out already. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. They're just, they're just trying to change rules mid-season to make Mercedes uh, like, like think a little bit. The Mercedes, like, oh, like, okay. We yeah. have the best engineers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> make us think a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Might as well. I yeah. like what you did there. We get to use my brain. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, one day. Uh, one day. Anyways, <laughs> we're, fingers crossed for a good race, uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, any anything else? Uh, if you got any questions, any comments? Drop it in the below in the video. Uh, I think we'll probably be doing a, a recap for this race as well uh, next week. Hopefully, we'll all be able to uh, to get together as well. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that does it. Anything else uh, for this episode? No, that's it for me. No, I really hope Cyril gets a Red Bull Racing tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you got any Cyril Beat Bull tattoo ideas, drop those in the yeah, comments yeah. too. <laughs> we'll send them his way. Yeah. We so should definitely well. start sending a whole bunch out and think of tattoo ideas, and that'd yeah. be great. Have to help out, Danny. He's close. Ricardo's knocking on the door of a podium, and it might happen this weekend. I think yeah. it's, uh, he's in for a good shot. Renault are going to have another good weekend, I think. Four racing point fi files uh, a protest, a complaint protest yeah. against Renault. <laughs> they got to make the season exciting somehow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you haven't done so, just hit that subscribe. And the bell beside the subscribe just uh, gives you all the notifications whenever we post a new video. So you get those on your e on your phone and through your email as well. And uh, yeah, anything, anything else, just reach out to us on social media and also on our website, tbmf1show.com. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us again. We will see you next week after the Italian Grand Prix. Bye for now. See you.